Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Loud Noises Podcast, an alternative music podcast. I am Badger. Joining me as always, my good friends, Paul. I'm awake. Yeah, and Gareth. So that's what you've been working on. <laughs> yep, I've got the lyrics to Lady Gaga's song, Disco Stick. It's called Love Game. I call it Disco <laughs> Stick. Up in front of me, and I was going to do it really, really full of oomph and like passion, but I just kind I mean, of said that's pretty I just, oomphy for you. Yeah, Ooh. I just said it. I just said it normally, didn't I? So, yeah. It's not a, it's not, it's not Ghost in the Fog, but we're getting close. I was going to say <laughs> you saying something normal is is actually a you know step up from usual. So right, and I, I didn't even fuck up the actual intro itself. So nailed it, Bosh. Yes, welcome to another episode of the Loud Noises podcast. We are an alternative music podcast to get together whenever the fuck. To talk about an alternative new music, me that what it may. This week we've got some cracking stuff. We've got some new tunes from The Hell, Andrew WK, or Andrew Wook. Uh, Harriet, is that right? Mm hmm. Sick. <laughs> uh, Filth is Eternal, and also the new EP from Salem, and the new album, the highly anticipated Loud Noise review of Van Weezer. Yes, we've been building up to this for quite a while. Gareth has kindly remembered us, reminded us on every episode that it's coming out. And I have shed many a tear. <laughs> but it's out. We're going to talk about it later You're on the You're going to go all bloody metalhead elitist on me, aren't you? No, no. I, I, <laughs> we, we'll get into it. I don't think... I think the, the, yeah, we'll save it, save it. Save it. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, we've got all that to talk about. But first, before we get into any of that, first off, I want to plug some shit. We don't ask for much. We just want your kind support in this podcast. And by only need to do that by giving us a follow on our socials. You can do so on Twitter at Loud Noises Pod UK, Instagram at Loud Noises Pod. And then we are on Facebook. Link is in the description below. Fucked it. Last minute. Fucked it. You're a joke, Badger. Um, <laughs> also, if you have an iPhone, you can leave us an iTunes review. You can give me one star for this fucking joke that I do every week. But it still works in the algorithm, so fuck it. Wait, no, they still no. Write some. You can write whatever you want in the comments, but maybe still do five stars, not one star. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. That's what Freddie said, anyway. Mm-hmm. And so did so, like Metallica or something. I don't know. I don't, no one listens to fucking Etfield. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that noise. <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah. Anyway, so Team yeah, Delirious, let's do this. Loud noises, come on yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, please. Yeah, so socials be cool. Thank you. Uh yeah, so we'll crack on then. First thing as we always do, we're gonna stick him in the news with Paul. Paul do the fucking news. Oh my god, there's so much news. I mean there's a bit. See, I I could do energy as well. I've got energy <laughs> levels for the yeah. days. Felt. I felt that. On minutes, so yeah, let's crack on. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, like days. First up, I've got some dates for you for the Dropkick Murphys of all people. Uh, they have announced their Turn Up That Dial 2022 tour uh, mm. with special guest The Interrupters. Way, way. Hey. I know you guys we are ma- big fans. We mainly added this for the support. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they've announced a big old UK and Europe tour. Um, there are a lot of dates on this. I'm yeah, not, not going to go through all of them. Yeah. No, do you, just do the UK ones because we're, because we're selfish. 
Okay, so I'll I'll tell you that the tour starts on the twenty first of January in Germany, uh, goes through Denmark, France, Belgium, Austria, Italy, Switzerland, back through Germany, Hungary, Poland, Germany again, Netherlands, and then France. Uh, France finishes on the thirteenth of February. Mm. Uh, then when they hop over to the UK on the fifteenth, they'll be playing the Manchester O2 Victoria Warehouse. Yay, Manchester uh, Boo Venue. Sixteenth <laughs> um, is Newcastle O2 City Hall. Eighteenth uh, is Dublin Three Arena. Nineteenth uh, of Feb is Belfast, uh, the Telegraph Building. Twenty second of Feb is Glasgow's SSE Hydra. Twenty uh, third of Feb is Cardiff's Motor Point Arena. Twenty fourth of Feb is Brighton Centre. Twenty uh, fifth is the O2 Academy in Birmingham. And then on the twenty sixth of February, rounding it all up with London SSE Arena. Mm. At Wembley. Yeah, I thought you said for Glasgow, I thought you said Hydra. No, Hydro. <laughs> Hail Hydro. Haha, <laughs> 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 nerd jokes. Nerd jokes. Yeah, we're nerds yeah. as well as uh, music yeah. fans, apparently. Yeah, I'm t- delivering and going to Manchester date just for interrupters because they are a really good band and also very but good live. Wait, that doesn't make sense. You never watch support bands. Well, <laughs> 2021 is shaking shit up because this year. I have plans to go see a few support bands and leave before the headliners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just new year, new completely. me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, 2022, we might actually watch a full lineup. Yeah, we've got, we've, me, and Gareth, me and Gareth are going to, uh, what's it called? Night of, Salva- Night of Salvation at the Damna- the, in relation to Damnation Festival. And it looks to the, on the post that Svalbard are opening, then Rages Beyond, then two bands. Uh, well, one band, I don't know. I'm going to say a question. Am I, am I chopped liver? Am I not going? We did mention it. I, I did so, buy tickets. Did you buy tickets? Yeah. So you did. I apologise, Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, look, the only Some reason why you're not including this conversation is because you're not sharing a bed. Yeah, true. I mean, I could if you asked nicely. God. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're staying in a hotel. You, you know, you could have offered us free accommodation, Paul, but you know, whatever. I don't think we asked, to be fair. I'm, I'm learning part, now yeah. that Badger didn't even know that you were coming, Paul. <laughs> I forgot. I can't remember everything. I'm, it's it's going, I'm going to two gigs this year. <laughs> What's the other gig? Uh, every time I die? Next that's year. Next, that's next year. All right, I'm going to one gig this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't even remember that. I apologise. Um, I forgot I'll, what my original joke was going to be now. Fuck it. Uh, it, it was you oh, telling yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Orange Goblin. And then Gareth was like, where's your journalistic integrity? I have none of that. <laughs> I mean, anybody who listens to this podcast knows that. <laughs> I mean, that that was my joke. But also, in the truest sense, I'm totally going to watch those bands. I don't give a shit yeah. if I never hear them or not hear them. I love live music. I'm going to watch that shit. Gonna have a beer, gonna chill, watch the music. Are you going to watch Orange Goblin at, like, midnight when the fucking gigs... Yeah, what the fuck else am I doing? I've not been to a live show in over a year. I will watch any band <laughs> Exactly, right exactly, Paul. Aqua playing down the road? I'm in. Sign me up. Front row. Let's do it. I mean, no joke. Like Orange Goblin. I would go to that mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. Yeah, I mean, you would, yeah. I don't think my girlfriend would not let me go see that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Barbie, let's go party. Yeah. Terms of service. Right, moving on. Uh, that's Thank you. And interrupters. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got a couple of things a little bit closer to home, uh, a little bit more recent. Uh, we've got Pine, oh, no. our pigeon, as uh, Badger keeps calling them. 
hear. Uh, they have announced two socially distanced ambience evenings. Uh, so two dates. Uh, we've got uh, live at Signature Blue. Uh, how can I not say brew? I love a good cup of tea. Live at Signature <laughs> Brew in London uh, on the June the twelfth. Uh, they'll be playing there, yeah. uh, and then on June the uh, sorry June the second, June the third, they're playing Rebellion in Manchester. Yay, Manchester! Yay! So this is yeah. The, it's just announced as a social distance gig, yeah. uh, which makes sense in this current day and age. But yeah, I'm interested to see what that is. Uh, obviously, not enough for me to travel outside Leeds, but um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's that's still in the not the complete stage of the lockdown being lifted, but yeah. all the last restrictions. So it's a. Uh, I generally thought, fair enough. I mean, you can do it, so mm-hmm. why not? But I thought everyone would have got to wait until after the restrictions were fully done. But I mean, yeah. I feel like a sat down, socially distanced pine gig is kind of perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Depends how they go about it, I suppose. If, I don't know if you'd... Yeah. It'd, it'd probably be great. Yeah. Masks and melancholy. That's all you need. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if you can get to these, like, definitely do it. Um, I think Pine are fantastic. Uh, definitely a band that's worth watching. Um, mm. Especially if you've got an audio file, because they are very... Uh, they're like an onion. They're layered. There's lots of layers to them. Uh, so definitely worth checking out live, uh, if you can do. Uh, but yeah. Moving on. Move on. Uh, one for you, nerds. Yeah. Yeah, and me, I guess. I'm, I'm kind Goth. of actually... Uh, Goth Spoilers nerds. for later. Um, but yes, uh, Salem have announced uh, their Join the Church tour in yeah. 2021. Um, lovely little run of UK dates. It's a bit uh, of a fucking run, this, isn't it? It is. is uh, shock. I know, right. I'll, uh, I'll run through them all quickly, uh, just so you've got them. So if you hear your city, uh, listen up. Uh, we have, on the 10th of October, we have Milton Keynes at Crawford Arms. Uh, 12th is Cardiff Club for Back. Club I for Back. What he said? <laughs> um, <laughs> it looked like a four. Um, 13th is Birmingham Asylum 2. 14th is Nottingham Rescue Rooms. 15th is Oxford Bullingdon. Uh, 16th is Swindon the Vic. Uh, this This font is terrible for this um <laughs> it's a bit crowded isn't it yeah from cheese and grain uh 18th is bristol exchange 19th is norwich waterfront upstairs 21st is Le- leeds key club yay mm. uh 22nd is huddersfield parish yay mm. uh 24th is the think tank underground. underground doesn't say where that is i think i want to say that's newcastle uh, which one was that? Sorry, oh, they've got Think like tank. two posters. Think 24. Tank Underground on the twenty fourth October, I believe, is Newcastle. Okay. Twenty uh, fifth is Glasgow Stereo. Twenty sixth is Sheffield, Sydney, and Matilda. Twenty uh, seventh, Manchester Deaf Institute. Twenty eighth <laughs> uh, is Guildford Boiler Room. Twenty ninth, Tunbridge Wells Forum. Thirtieth, London Dome, and then the thirty first, Southampton, the Joiners. Yeah. Uh, support for this is James and the Cold Gun, band I've not heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, interested to check them out. But yeah, yeah. Um, nice big run of uh, UK dates there. Yeah, I'm tempted. Well, I've got tickets for the Manchester date, obviously, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy about. That the Deaf Institute, in, the Deaf Institute, survived the pandemic uh, well, closures and stuff. 
That's what I was going to bring up, but I know it's very uh, localised information. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. Deficit 2, easily one of my favourite venues in Manchester. Did have to close uh, during the pandemic, but was bought. Um, so, fantastic. Stay open. Didn't really know what was going to happen with that, though. Like, some someone could just want to wear the spoons there instead. We don't. We didn't mm-hmm. know. But the fact that they got gigs going on now made me yeah. very happy that I get to continue seeing bands play in one of my favourite little venues. Yes. Yeah. Awesome stuff. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, another one that's exciting for you guys. Uh, and me. Well, I keep saying you guys for all of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jamie Lenman has announced the separation event, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically a live stream. Uh, so this is happening on the 18th. Oh, is it the 18th? So the, the post is terrible. The 19th of 19th. May, sorry, to the 22nd. So I think it'll be live streamed on the 19th and it'll be available through to the 22nd. Um, so this is uh, Jamie Lemon's going to be performing uh, King of Clubs in its entirety, uh, Kids Monologue, and two new tracks. Uh, there's also going to be a ton of uh, special guests involved in this as well. Yeah. Uh, so the guests listed on the poster, we've got Chichi Revolver, Sam Matlock, Jack Wrench, uh, Damien uh, Sale, Space Lena May, uh, Jen Hingley, uh, Jamila Azuz, uh, if you don't know that is from Thicker. Yeah, it is. Uh, Will Gardner and Jamie Double. Is Will, Will Gardner, Gardner from... Black Peaks. Black Peaks, yeah, that was it. Uh, but yeah, so a ton of uh, special guests. I don't know a lot of them, but I just don't know singers and musicians' yeah, yeah. names. I'm I, there, was musician. a little, uh, there was a little trailer for this event. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, and it showed who the people were, and I, I still didn't know. Oh, see, I thought you were going to have okay. the same as me, because people kept popping up like, yeah. I think I recognise them. I gotta recognize them. No fucking clue who they are, but I, I, yeah. I, I recognize that guy. <laughs> I rec- I only recognize Jamila and Will. Uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the the guy called Jamie Double, I recognize because he just looks like Jamie Lemon. All right. So, Are you sure it's not just Jamie Lemon? No, it's I think he's just double. Guy. I think he's yeah, he's double. That's why it's called Jamie. I think I think so. Anyway, he's basically, it's a very be, funny coincidence. It's also going to be a live stream stunt show, and he's he's Jamie Stunt Double. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. Interesting. What I found about this is, and it's just it's just obviously a, a little weird thing, is that it's eleven pound in advance, but fourteen pound on the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On, on on my door. Yeah, they're, they're going to come to your house and ask you for fourteen pounds. I mean, yeah. you got to assume that maybe if you jump in an hour before the live stream starts, you got to pay a little more just for yeah. you know for the nostalgia oh. of when we used to be able to just. On a whim, go to a gig and pay on the door. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, it's, it's weird, one. Yeah, but no, that should yeah. be awesome. Uh, so that happens next Wednesday, as of recording. Uh, but yeah, should be good. Uh, right. Yeah, go on. Go on. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say, how long is it? Got? Did it say how long it lasts for? Yeah, so it's gonna be from the nineteenth to the twenty second. Uh, so okay. yeah, about two and a half, like three days. I feel more up. like watching this on Friday night than I do on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Since I haven't got to sit around my house, I just feel like Friday night would be better for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, cool. I agree. cool. All right, moving on then. Uh, thank you for the interruption. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, scream into your can of beer. <laughs> I, I do regularly, daily. Yeah. Daily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up for you, again, something close to my home, is the Damnation Festival lineup. Uh, they have announced what I believe is now the final bands. Um, this is quite interesting for why they've announced these bands, but yeah, we'll jump into this quickly. So they've announced the final six bands, which are Godflesh, Conjurer, Green Lung, Abduction, 
Video Nasties, and Mountain Caller. So all of those have now been added to the sold-out Damnation Festival. Um, these bands are replacing six American bands. So the bands that are no longer playing are Paul Bearer, Elder, Irist, Behold the Octopus, Dysrhythmia, and High Command. Uh, so all of those bands have now postponed touring in Europe, obviously due to the panoramic, uh, which, yeah. Ah. Uh, um, makes sense, but kind of makes me worried about other festivals happening this year. Oh, it should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slam dunk, man. Just fucking say it already. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. I, presume I, they already, I presume they know they just probably have to do a lot of stuff behind the scenes to try and sort yeah. out. The, in- the inevitable announcement of like, See you next May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine that, yeah, we'll be... Um, this is good for uh, Damnation. Obviously, UK bands means there's no like worries about visas and touring uh, cancellations and things like that, which is good for them. It's a really nice, solid lineup as well. Uh, obviously, for anyone who's not aware, you've got headliners like Pig Destroy and Wolves in the Thurm Room, uh, Conan, Year No Light, and now we've got Kunjur on there as well, Boss Calloid. There's a ton of bands on here are absolutely amazing and definitely worth watching. So if you've got your ticket, congratulations. You are going to have a good day. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, like for, for the wider touring, um, this kind of makes me worried for festivals and gigs that are being announced for like September, October. I, I think uh, we said before that like, I think we, we already knew that all the festivals not going to happen. Yeah. Because you're not going to get your international acts. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, because I like the one done here with like you were saying, because they've obviously just got all the UK bands still got a couple extras and they can still go ahead, which mm-hmm. is fantastic for Damnation Festival. I'd like to see Slam Dunk and other festivals who could possibly do the same thing. Like Slam Dunk could keep their UK acts and just move it to maybe instead of in that big field, they could just move it into like the university, like Slam like yeah. Damnation's doing. Like the problem classic- is, yeah, I to say the problem with that is dependent on the amount of tickets they've sold. Uh, if they've sold above capacity for like yeah. a university well, or something. No, but I mean then- like for a new, they could do it as a new event. So they move the festival to next year, right? So they can get the those inter- ticket those holders keep their tickets. Over. But yeah, but we can do this, so want... we're going to do this. Come buy yeah. ticket. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like that, that. that would be pretty cool. Probably won't happen, unfortunately. But no, I, I imagine idea. this will just be. Yeah, I imagine this will just be one of those that's rolled over to next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's it's an it's an interesting one. I would say like Slam Dunk could maybe get a lot of UK bands and maybe like just kind of. Drop a stage, maybe. I mean, just um, drop punk and drop, like really, because I, I, I mean, think, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's one British band on there and the rest is American. Yeah, and that think... isn't that British band Sponge or something? That's not. <laughs> That's not. Oh, even worse. Uh... <laughs> I jest, of course. They're, they're both uh, awful. I'm generally just looking at the slam dunk line to see how many British bands are on there now. I, I don't know. There's not, there's not that many actually. No. <laughs> While yeah. she sleeps is on there. <laughs> uh, from top to bottom, Don Bronco. While she sleeps, mm-hmm. buried tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, then it dries up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, so far, <laughs> your I, demise. I won't go to this gig. Yeah. I'm not going to this gig. Ooh, a, the, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going to this gig. Dream, no. <laughs> dream state. <laughs> dream state, good. Uh, yeah. male- malevolence. No, I'm not going to this gig. No. No. So, well. Fuck my idea then. That's a right. bummer. Forget about it, mate. I'll bother next uh, time. It's, it's a great idea Sorry, for, for Damnation who are able to do this. Mm-hmm. Fucking fair play to them. This is yeah. how to go about doing it. Because um, obviously you don't have to worry about, like Paul said, visa issues or anything like that. And also how the pandemic and the effects changes in different countries. 
Um, we are currently in a country which seems to be doing a really good job of vaccinating the majority, which means, yeah, within Britain, it is a great possibility that we can't do this. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, there are other countries which aren't quite there yet. In America, you have certain states which are smashing it and others which are not. <laughs> so having it all you know, within our little UK bubble just to still have live music go on, this is the best way to do it. So fair play. Yeah, I agree. Uh, right, moving on. Some happy news. I have happy news for people. Yay. Yay. Uh, so the happy news is that uh, podcast favourites Ithaca have uh, been relatively quiet through 2021 and most of 2020, I believe, um, due to obvious things that we have talked about briefly on the podcast with their former label. Um, they have just announced this week that they have a swanky new home. Uh, and they are joining Hassel Records. Uh, so yeah, awesome combination. Uh, I think so. Uh, they've also announced that they're doing a repress of Language of Injury. Um, I don't know at this point if it's still available or if it's sold out at all. Um, but I don't know if one of you two want to check while we're doing it. But they've announced that it is going to be a recycled color vinyl. So it's going to be all recycled vinyl. Uh, you get lucky dip of the color you receive. So that's quite nice. Uh, but yeah, so they're doing a repress of the album and they've announced that 2022 will be the uh, the next album release, which yeah. makes me a little sad because I would love to hear new Ithaca, but I mean, I'm just happy that they've got a new home. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be... Uh, the lineup seems to have changed a little bit, but uh, I think they've settled into like a, a solid lineup now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see what they come up with. Yeah, um, just weird bit of information. Pretty sure the, the guy who is now the... Well, I'm assuming taking over as the the basis. Pretty sure it works in V Rev's uh, vegan restaurant in Manchester. Probably. <laughs> I thought, I, I've I seen thought. him at a few, I've seen him at a few Ithaca gigs as well where they played around mm-hmm. Manchester. But I'm also pretty sure he has served me a burger and fries, and it was a fucking great burger and fries. Maybe, I mean, yeah. <laughs> loud Maybe. loud noises podcast certifies that V Rev's is the top place to go when you can. I also saw the guitarist from Pine in there. He, he helped yep. me to the table once. Was, he was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I've ne- I've never been. So. Basically, B-Revs is a place to go if you want to find good musicians, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> or a burger. I mean, normally, <laughs> go, go vegan for vegan food. burgers. Don't look for musicians first. <laughs> no, no. Look for musicians and get some snacks while you're there. Yeah, something. Right, Paul, yeah. I, I, tr- I tried to do what you said. Uh uh, limited 12-inch recycled colour vinyl uh, shipping out around September 24th 500 copies available uh, and you can pre-order it now it is not sold out it is £20 to pre-order Sweet. that vinyl there you go guys so if you're interested pick it up definitely go support this band we are I think I can speak for all of us we are huge fans of this band um, yes. and yeah can't wait for the new album next year uh, and yeah can't wait to see them live I know. Yeah. God. Definitely a band of, I, I would happily see. Almost like the, as this year, I have Svalbard to see three times over. Next year, I'd like to see Ithaca three times over. Please and thank <laughs> yes, you. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for me. News done. I'm out of here. Bye bye. See you later. Nice. Bye, Paul. <laughs> and they never saw him again until we talk <laughs> about new music. Now. Ah. <laughs> yes. New music. Here we go. So we're going to start with the singles as always. So first off, we've got The Hell, the fucking relentless band that is The Hell. We're just consistently dropping new music over the last year and a bit. So they're back with a new single that they just dropped out of nowhere. Uh, and generally when they kind of 
say on their socials that they're going to drop a surprise single or something like this, I 95% of the time just expect some kind of piss take thing. It's a real song. So that mm-hmm. was nice. Last time they did probably follow through. Well, no, because I think last time they did a lot of hype, it was that Matt Hancock song, which is fantastic. An absolute classic. But it's also (laughs) only about 50 seconds long. So this one is, this one's a, stands tall, a mighty, what is it? Two Two minutes, 43. 2.42 on my phone, (laughs) but I've already played two seconds. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Thought I did something. So yeah, so this is the new song from the Hells called Back To It. it It's not spelled like that, but you'll see why I said that in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and just on the purely principle of, I think the person who loves this band the most at the moment is Gareth. Gareth, tell us what you thought of the hell back to it. Um, it's fucking fantastic. It's the hell. Um, since the release of Joris, they have proven to be masters of hardcore and masters of comedy. Uh, and this <laughs> song is no fucking different. Um, Musically, if you listen to The Hell before, this is spot-on, high-energy, fun, hardcore that you can't get anywhere better. Mm-hmm. But, my God, I fucking... I was on the bus when I listened to this this morning, and I fucking started breaking down every time he started... <laughs> I, I mean, what would you call it? Just making noises, and there's also... It's, it's like hardcore scatting, like a jazz man. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of... I've kind of just... Well, not just fight it, but I've kind of claimed in my head as... They couldn't be bothered getting a DJ... To scratch. <laughs> so at one point, bit, the, bit, uh, bit, 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 bit. some of the the sounds of the guitar. I was sat there and I was listening. And I was like, "Is he making the guitar noises with his voice?" And then it jumps to him definitely making noises with his voice. <laughs> and if I fucking lost it, <laughs> I thought yeah. it was brilliant. It did definitely I... quote unquote beatbox part of yeah. that song, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, I I don't know why, but I love it. <laughs> So obviously the good thing they've always do the hell is like, is just drop kind of relevant as fuck tracks. So this is obviously like a, a, a song for those who are returning back to the real world after the fucking pandemic. But it's obviously aimed at the UK primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because they're giving shout out to the waiters in the pubs and the fucking hairdressers and, the, and stuff like that. And then just, yeah, what I really liked about this song was just the general song itself, but also that wicked like guitar solo-y bit near, in the, like the middle end. Yeah. Which is like, they don't do that a lot if at all. So that was like a nice little fucking twisty bit into it. But then just because it goes from start into pure boobabas. a solid 30 seconds of like just him going I fucking love it. It's so fucking... It's like... It's it's bad that it's like funny. Like it's a piss take. But I'm like going sitting there like this is really good actually. I really like it. That's what they do. And it's so impressive. Musically... It's fucking fantastic. And then they make you fucking piss laughing as well. It's great. I use I spent half of my time when I'm listening to the hell, I'm like, are they taking the piss out of me? Probably out <laughs> Probably. Of yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm in. Let's do it's it. It's the hell, you dick. <laughs> yeah, true. Roast me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is just a it's a ton of fun. It is like you say, it's like just a fun slab of hardcore, uh, with just that Joris level of comedy in the background. Uh, and yeah, they just always add that one extra thing that just no other band would think to do, uh, and yet they just make it work perfectly. Like the yeah, the scat beatboxing over the <laughs> guitar solo. It's like cool. All right. Not to sound ungrateful, but when they did, uh, I saw the announcement like, oh, something's coming tomorrow. Ah, oh, well, hoping for Joris Part Two announcement. <sighs> I, I guess we've got to wait till they at least do their their live shows, their live Joris experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until they get on I don't to Part th- Two. 
Yeah, I don't think you're going to get a Joris 2 till maybe end of this year. I mean, year. also, I'm also genuinely worried that they only called it part one as a piss take and there'll never be a part two. <laughs> yeah. That is always <laughs> a Because it's the fucking it. hell. <laughs> yeah. That is a concern. Definitely always. see them doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Hope and pray. So, how are we feeling about this track then? <laughs> uh, Love it. Yeah. Got them right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be, mate. No, it's fucking great, Jesus. That, that thing is. Since, obviously, we did douche last fucking... I don't even know when that came out last year. That was last year. In yeah. January 2020, I think. It was late in that, because we did it on the podcast, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we've been doing this podcast, podcast for like 12 years. Well. Oh, yeah, we were doing this for two years. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> this is the problem yeah. with 2020. 2020 does not count in most people's memory. We did in... fuck all. No, <laughs> no. I think in January was a month when we could do stuff as well. So I don't even know why I'm erasing from my mind. No. So, but yeah, so like since since we did douche and then obviously Joris and then the EP they put out earlier this year, it's just been consistently ridiculously strong tracks, mm-hmm. and it, it just they never falter. And it just and also there's always like like we were saying, we go always doing something different that you're not going to expect them to do and they probably shouldn't do but it still fucking works fantastically so yeah obviously 100% goddamn right now the hell of keeping it on form goddamn right now yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I, I wish I could hear this song and then go run out into a crowd and embrace the fact the pandemic's over but we're not quite there yet so like back mm. to it soon safely yeah. <laughs> next I mean on from Monday onwards you can run inside a building with what, six people or less and shout mm-hmm. about it. Oh, damn, this is anarchy. <laughs> go to the cinema and go, fucking hell! Tell you what that hell song. <laughs> In the middle of whatever film you want to watch. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, definitely. So check out Goddamn Right Now, The Hell, back to it. Banger. Hell yes. Yeah. So moving on then, keep you going with the singles. Andrew Wicked, WK, is back. Uh... You may shake your head as much as you like, boss. <laughs> uh, he's back with his second single called I'm in Heaven. Wasn't the first single something about paradise as well or something? Uh, I will That's... double check while you guys talk about it. Yeah, the first single com- has completely vanished from my mind. Uh, Babylon. Babylon. It's not a million miles away, is it? <laughs> Theme-wise. Uh, yeah, my very first impression of this song was the, like, the electronic intro. Which made me think this sounds like a Lady Gaga intro, but then it kicks in with some beefy as fuck beats and uh, guitar and also his vocals. I just I enjoyed this song a lot more than Babylon. I think mm-hmm. Babylon was very um, I don't want to say operatic, but it was very I don't know. I can't just can't remember the word I described it as at the time. But this is this feels a bit more down the metal heavier route. Well, I was gonna. I- Forgot I was going to re-listen to Babylon because I was just like, can't really remember it. But from my memory, in comparison to this, I don't remember it being as interesting as this. I remember it being, oh, that's weird for Andrew WK, but not that weird of a song. This is I, weird in all the best kind of ways for me. <laughs> I think I think this is, it generally, when it started and kind of, it, kind of kicking in properly, it did pique my interest. Like, okay, this is actually more enjoyable. I'm like listening to it. But I think after a while, it it's only three minutes, but kind of halfway through it, it just feels a bit kind of, stuck in a pattern um that will probably happen when the only lyrics in this are the title <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it did feel a bit repetitive 
Yeah, but again, no, does he not say "Take me to heaven" at one point as well as oh, I did? Yeah, you know what? That is true. He does. He take does that take back, Paul. Right, you're, you're right. There are two. There are two lines in the song. I apologize, but you know what? When it is this grandiose, I don't mind. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, this is. This sounds like a genuine new moment. Again, just I think I talked about it in the last single. Um, I haven't really followed Andrew WK's career that much. Um, I think I I keep dipping in and out of albums when they drop and then never going back to them. This is just genuinely interesting. Like I I didn't expect this to come from Andrew WK. Uh, it is that just like that genuine grandiose sound that I just didn't know he had in it. I, who hurt him? It definitely sounds like the, the, there's something darker to this sound that, um, than I'm used to with an Andrew Doobie K track. Because everyone knows that he's always about posit- positivity and partying hard and yeah. all that kind of shenanigans. And this always this feels a little bit like there's a darker side to it all, which in my eyes is good. Because it reminds me of that kind of like when Faith No More did the kind of like epicness in their sounds. Mm. Uh, and not just epic, the track epic. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, when they had that kind of like that big epic like you say like the the orchestral sounds that they had uh this is kind of like that similar vein but in a more modern era uh, and i think it works really well uh, again like i said lyrically it's um it's two lines but it somehow works really well in the context of the song uh, and i agree with what you say badger that it does feel like it kind of after a while it's like all right yeah i get what they're doing and it kind of like it's 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 had its point now, and we, mm. I can move on to something else. But it's like, while it's there, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I think like the first listen to, I was like, obviously, I was like just like kind of experienced for the first time, and I did enjoy it. Second time, I was like, yeah, this is a cool track. And then after that, I was a bit like, because then I kind of realized how repetitive it was and stuff. I'm like, yeah, give it a spin. It's enjoyable. But for me personally, it got old very quick. Mm. I probably, I think, I think if you like. If I just if it came on again in a couple of weeks, I'd probably enjoy it again. It'd be like one of those really rare tracks. I'd like go, yeah, yeah. cool, but it, it's not a regular listen. Yeah. I think it, it does. To... Oh, sorry, Paul. No, I was gonna say like I don't, I don't think it helps that obviously when we're doing this uh, podcast, like yeah, we, we listen to the same tracks a lot <laughs> just to just to give our reviews and stuff. So it's like yeah, um, I can imagine if you haven't listened to it like four or five times in a row, it's gonna be like all right, yeah, it's a bit repetitive. But I imagine. Mm with Babylon and then in the context of an album, uh, maybe it'll fit a lot better. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure we'll find out soon because I know they've announced the album this year. Cool. Have they announced the... Have they actually, I just scrolled through his face. I know they've, been, they've definitely announced the US tour and I think there was an, an album in there. Also, uh, just a random bit of trivia, which I think... Uh, is this the, guys, Kate, is the Kate Bedding the, thing? What's it called? The, Kate, the Cat Dennings, yeah. Cat Dennings, um, so yeah, it turns out that I found out this week. I think I found out today. In fact, they are engaged. Mm-hmm. Gossip. Yeah, Gossip. I found that out yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations yeah. to them. Yeah. Um, I will. I will also say that uh, Andrew DBK follows me on Twitter. So I will. Uh, yeah, I will be sure to tag him in this. So he knows. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, dude, mate. You all right? Thanks. I love your new you. sound. It's fantastic. But yeah, give me the album soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oscar's say. Yeah, the album is a. Uh, September 10th, and it's called God is Partying. There you go. I thought I, I thought he dropped the partying thing, but no, nope. still. I mean, you can still be angry while you party. Look, yeah, I, there is a theme of sins. Everyone sins, Babylon, and in heaven, then there's a few other random tracks. There's one called, uh, yeah, God, God, Goddess Partying. There's another song. Yeah. Interesting. Go on, Gareth. Sorry. 
Oh, well, I was going to say at the end of that, just like if, when you have a gimmick, and like there's very few gimmicky like performers in music, at least on like the rock or metal level, you got to keep going with it. Like even if your music uh... sounds completely changed, you got to keep the the white outfit, the long hair, and the the partying. At least even in the song titles, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I will, I'll, I'll call you out there. When you say there's not a lot of gimmicky bands, especially in rock metal, I think rock metal's the worst one gimmicky for gimmicky bands. Place, yeah. I mean, just a few examples. Ghost, Slipknot, Mushroom Head. Yeah. Just yeah. three. There's three that immediately springs to my mind. Here you go. Have a mud vein. <laughs> have, <laughs> have any new metal band <laughs> ever, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what the other thing I was going to say now. Sorry. Yeah, it was uh, surprisingly good. Uh, I I thought the synth worked really well with it. It sounded grand as fuck. I didn't care that he barely he said nothing more than four words. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was really surprising. Um, I I found myself trying to not think of Andrew WK when I first started listening to it because the yeah, image of Andrew WK in my head with what I was listening to never fit together. But when I saw him remove that, I went. This is some random band, random fucking like local band. Fuck it, anyone. Somebody thought, check this out. And going into it without the image of WK in my head made me go, fuck, this is a good track. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could appreciate it with his face then coming back into into sight. Just him peeking around the car, like, hello, mm. <laughs> this is me. Uh, but yeah, no, I love this thing. I think it's great. Um, I, I am looking forward to the album. Uh, I think these last two tracks have been. So some of the most interested I've been in Andrew WK for a while. Uh, so I definitely want to check out the album when it drops. Uh, but yeah, I think if we're just going to jump straight to review, I'm, I'm going to say check it out. Goddamn right now. Mm. Cause it is fun. Um, it's yeah, it's short. It's like three minutes long. Uh, and if you don't listen to it 12 times in a row, like we do, uh, you probably won't find it as repetitive. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun track. I don't know what to give this to be honest with you. Let's give that goddamn right now. Mm. Give it to the life of party. I don't really want to. What it's would Andrew the... DBK do? Party, probably. Exactly. Come on, party <laughs> with us. I'll say check out if you want, just on the principle, because I don't think it's good. It's not like, it's not bowled me away. I've gone like, yes, yeah, it's all right. This is better than the last single. Because I didn't really like the last single. So it's not, I'll say check out if you want. I think some people will really enjoy this. Some people will be like, yeah, it's fine. So, on uh... that I will give it a goddamn right now. It, it's partly because of it's just worth listening to new Andrew WK D, uh, WK WKD. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth to listening to Andrew, Andrew Wicked. <laughs> um, just to see where he is at now, and also fucking impressive layered music that uh, is well worth your time. So yeah, goddamn right now. Fair is. Okay, that's it then from the Andrew WK. Say we'll probably that's two singles he's had now, so we'll speak about him again in September probably. That's a while away, isn't it? Fucking hell. Mm. Uh, now moving on then. Harriet, I've dropped two songs on us this week. Um, mm. This is the new. <laughs> well, we'll get. Dropped one and an outro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's two tracks. They dropped two tracks on us this week. <laughs> um, if they knew our rule, they would not have done that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I that counts as two. <laughs> I presume these are in preparation for some upcoming release. I'm not sure, but this has obviously come through Church Road. They've signed up with recently, mm-hmm. which is fantastic for them uh, and for us because Church Road are keep smashing out of the power with these great bands. So the first track we've got is called Dispirit. 
Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Paul, tell us about Hi. This, how you feel about this new song and the other track from Harriet. I'm not talking about the other track. It is just an outro track. It is a oh, minute and a let's, half long. Let's just let's just put it out there. It's a nice atmosphere. It's a nice piece of ambience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. After <laughs> what follows being one of the heaviest things I've listened to this year. Mm. Uh, and I listened to Cruelty last week. So, um, yeah, this is... Fuck me. Um, it's just a slab of filth, isn't it? Um, mm. This reminds me a hell of a lot of old school Code Orange. Uh, and it just like, it's just, it's oppressive in its heaviness. Mm. Uh, it just, there's just a slab of noise here that I absolutely love. Um, yeah, track wise, I think it's, it's fantastic. Again, it's another like three minute long tune. Uh, vocals are just phenomenal. Um, again, we've yeah. talked about before this, uh, it's one of the members of this band is uh, Debs, who was in, uh, oh, Hands. crap, is it? Dead Hands, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a band I loved before they split up, before I got a chance to see them. Uh, but yeah, this, like, I don't think she did many vocals in that band. This this is like, she's coming front and centre on this one, I think. And she is absolutely phenomenal, yeah. I think. Uh, and I think, yeah, the juxtaposition of her vocals with the other vocals in there, um, the guitars and just everything is just like unrelentingly heavy um, without losing any definition at all. And again, this is why... I love like bands like Code Orange because they have that really heavy sound and like they're the heaviest side of hardcore or metal. Yet the production value is always like off the chain, shall we mm. say, or yeah. through the roof, mm. or through the floor in this one because it's heavy as fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I love this. I love this track. I think it's fantastic. I cannot wait for this album uh, now. Knowing it's on Church Road as well is just another bonus. Yes. Yeah, I agree you with guys? that. Like. Uh, I got the Code Orange vibe off this, and like, not in a kind of way. Go, oh, it sounds like Code Orange. It's like very mm-hmm. like influenced. I would say probably by her. Yeah. It still felt like it didn't feel mimicky or anything. It felt very not- fresh and new. And um, I even felt felt like in some parts there's not. I kind of went in my head Deftones, but it's not really Deftones. It's just because like there's bits where it's like just this disgruntly filthy, horrible, heavy, and I mean horrible in a nice way horribly heavy riffs and everything going on. And then it kind of just drops out into this really nice kind of eerie, melodic-y parts, which kind of do remind me of like a Deftones-y love kind of vibe in those, which I really liked. And it's great when, and this is what like labels like Church Row and the UK bands do so well, they just mix these sounds together. And it just always, when you get a band like this who can do it so fucking well, it just comes, it just sounds so fucking clever and perfect and it can have your nice fucking i'm just gonna wrap this fucking brick around your head mate and then after that they'll go there there good boy yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna knock you out with a brick but i'm gonna put a pillow under your head yeah, yeah like, <laughs> knock you out of the brick and then give you a beer afterwards like, there you go, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but actually yeah i absolutely love this really really fucking love this i'm really excited to hear more from this band yeah, I, I completely agree with the two of you. Uh, the biggest, the, the main word that kept coming to my head though when I was thinking about the track was fucking creepy. It's heavy, <laughs> dark, and creepy. Mm. And I think that's why I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, besides that, I'm with you guys. This is a fucking solid track, but uh, yeah, more creepy. I mean, the creepiness also goes into the, what will be known as like, I guess the outro track for at least these double drop singles, but they got a great fucking atmosphere with, the, with their sound, which I'm really enjoying. 
Yeah, I'm hoping that that kind of like the ambience thing that like again, absolute is is I I kind of belittled it by saying it's like a, an outro track, but it is like a minute and a half of like ambience, and I'm yeah, hoping yeah. that kind of feeds mm. in a lot more into like the actual tracks rather than yeah. them being separated uh, when it comes to the album. It's interesting they put it out like this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it 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 make it's weird to me that it, like in my head I'd be like that should go first, and then you like you know if it was like a like an intro yeah. to the song. But obviously when you listen to it, if you don't pay attention, it's just like a very long outro. So it does yeah. work. It's, it does it's blend just, really well. Yeah, but yeah. It's just interesting that they've done it, I think. Because yeah. we're bugging yeah. in a playlist. It just all floats there weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think for me though, like I hope, like I say, and I hope this is a sign because they have released this as a part of a single uh, drop that I hope that this is actually part of their like wider sound yeah. rather than it just being like an extra thing. Because uh, I like, I loved what they did with Absolute, and I think it worked really well as that that ambient track. I just hope that that they bring that into more of the actual full songs, rather than being like interludes between songs. Mm. I think this is generally it's, it's interesting that they put it like this, but I think it, this will hopefully lead to a very interesting debut album or mm-hmm. EP EP at least, which I am fucking here for. Yeah, when it when it happens. So obviously, I, I think this is uh, I think this is pretty obvious where this is going to go. Uh, yeah, goddamn, goddamn no. right, fucking now. <laughs> no, just no. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Check it out, goddamn right now. Like honestly, just this. It's exciting. It's exciting to have bands like this yeah. uh, coming out and releasing songs like this. It's just the UK, man. It's just fine right now. <sighs> I feel it's... like, especially for you, Paul, when we come around to doing albums of the year, we need to try to get Church Road to like sponsor that episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they might need to. <laughs> Yeah, if you fucking may as well. It's free advertising anyway. Church Road, if you're listening, if you want to just throw some swag, some vinyls, we'll just keep bumming you to the high heavens on this podcast. Don't you worry about it. I mean, you just don't send me a to, che- but... just send me a cheese sandwich. That's all. That's all I want. I don't even need it. We love a good cheese sandwich right now. Don't don't, don't send me a cheese sandwich. A vegan, vegan cheese sandwich for Gareth, please. Oh, okay, yeah. well, some toast. Yeah. <laughs> some dry white toast, please. <laughs> Marmite just to ruin him. Um, but yeah, I mean. Honestly, like again, this is. <laughs> so now I've just ruined budget. It's fine, um, but this is this is what I love about music at the moment. Is like again, I guess being on an island where we're oppressed by our own government, um, everyone's very angry, uh, yeah. and how they are displaying that in music is absolutely fantastic to see. For me personally, because I get bands like this releasing some of the best shit I've heard in years. Agreed. Yep, hundred percent. So yeah, that's Harriet, the spirit. Just go check it out. Goddamn right now. Shit, I even say it's, uh, I, I talked about bread. It's goddamn right now for me. If anyone gives oh. a shit, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm no, gonna say yeah, it's great. Gareth, <laughs> it's pretty Gareth good. Was, <laughs> Gareth was all over this track like he is on bread. Man, yeah. I'm barely conscious. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of bread now. And the mate, ma- ma- which will ruin him apparently. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, last single. Then we'll move on. This the last single. This is another Church Road. I think it's released through them, or at least it's in col- it's in collaboration with Church Road. Mm. This is the new single from Filth is Eternal. Uh, I think this band have recently changed the name. I think they yep. were called <laughs> Fucked and Bound. That was it. Fucked and Bound. Uh, uh, and they went with Filth Eternal instead. Those cowards. 
<laughs> I, I would you generally like to know the reason why. But I mean, someone marketing. went, you're not, getting, you're not going to get far with fucking bad they go fucked and bound. You have a better chance if you change your name to something which isn't a swear word. Uh, fucked up got pretty far. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's it. And they're also, they hit as high as they're going to get. And they're not fucking huge. Like, yeah. I love fucked up, but. Well, the filter term now. Don't worry. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. So, this is a new song for filter term. This is called Zed. 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 Z E D. Z E D. That's how it's spelled. So, yeah. Uh, this, I, I found this. This happened to, pardon me, thanks mainly probably because it's Church Road Records. Uh, and what I genuinely love about this is generally just the sound, and it reminds me, and it's very rare, I don't think another band sounds like them, but this reminds me a lot of, it's got very heavy Cancer Bats vibes. Like okay. the, yeah. the heavier, like, not the, yeah, the heavy, like, slower, what's the word? Like, stoner, rocky kind of Cancer yeah. Bats bits. The, the, the bits they like where the Cancer Bats took Sabbath influence and they made the Cancer Bats sound, this band have kind of got that vibe about them. So yeah, like, a bit of a slow bang to it now and again. Mm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do, I do like a slow bang. <laughs> yeah, this this to me gives me that kind of like yeah the the, the stone of doom kind of sound. Uh, maybe more on the Iron Monkey or like the slower Pig Destroyer stuff, like just yeah. like nasty, filthy stuff like that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think I really like the sound. I think it's really good. The vocals are fantastic. Um, mm. The uh, yeah, the it's interesting as well. Like. Usually, if you get like the bands in like that kind of like vibe, usually they can come come across as a lot samey. I think yeah. the music is really genuinely interesting as well. I think the rhythms they've got going through it mm-hmm. uh, is really super catchy, and I think that probably comes as from that what you were saying, that kind of cancer bats vibe to it. Mm-hmm. In that when even when it's heavy, it's still got a catchy hook to it. Yeah, cause it's got like a kind of a bit hardcore. Mm-hmm. Dash like a bit dab of like all this rock. It's got that kind of southern stuff. southern hardcore. Yeah, the yeah. swag of that, but with the kind of like doomy stoner vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I love it. Again, uh, similar to like uh, the Harriet thing is like it's just nice to have see genuine interesting music in the heavy sphere. Uh, and yeah. this is definitely one of those tracks. Mm-hmm. And it's not from the UK. <laughs> yeah. Mixing up a bit. I know, right? Yeah. What yeah. international no. love? Yeah, I, I like this because it was it, they have like quite a thunderous sound to them. Like it's something that sort of like ripples through you, almost like a fucking like gun going off. Like <laughs> I was, I was literally gonna wonder where you were gonna go with that. Then <laughs> it ripples Ooh. through you like a big fart. <laughs> 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 no, it's got the, it's got like that continue oh, like it's uh it's got that sound where you sort of just feel like you're just being attacked like over and over again, but in like the sort of a great build where yeah. I don't know, it just. It gets you going, but in the way of like you just want to put your head down and storm through a crowd. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that fucking energy goes perfectly with the the vocals, and it, it as like a nice little neat little full package. Hmm. Agreed. Yeah, this is. I got really excited kind of early with this like one because it's it's like a fresh new band with essence mm-hmm. of one of my favorite other bands. So it's nice when you get something like that come along. Uh, again, like I said with. Harriet, they're not like ripping off cancer bats or anything. It's a, it's not a mimic. It's just a, I think an inspiration, which is enjoyable. Um, yeah, I, I really want to see more from this band. I think this is a great like Guinness track. Gets gets me gets me wanting more. Thirsty for more. I am lads. Thirsty for more. So you are a thirsty say, bitch. 
I am a thirsty bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say go check this out goddamn right now. I really, really, really like this. And I think if you are a fan of like your counterparts or you like your, like, what did we say? What did we say? Slow bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slow bang. A slow bang, bang rippling through you. Yeah, like a big hardcore fart. Then, and I mean that in a nice way. <laughs> like a gun going off, Gareth said. That'd be funny. If it's a hardcore fart, you're following through. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if he did a hardcore fight, he'd probably call a crowd killer. That's what it'd be. <laughs> yeah, the crowd, crowd disperser. Mm. It's hardcore puns for days. Uh, yeah, James, I got a right. It's a really good song. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Go on. You review it now. Give you a rating, you cowards. <sighs> um, it's. <laughs> it's ben. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, duh, it's a check it out goddamn right now from me. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm probably on the lower end of that, but I'm going to be fucking... Like, I'm going to go for it and say goddamn right now. I, I was teetering more to, you know, our, our middle of the road, because I'd like to follow this, but I'd like to see what else they do. But, no, you know what? I, I, I am going to go middle of the road. Show me what else you got. <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed this track, and I can't wait to hear what, what it, what's next for the band. But I don't think they're quite there yet. I, th- I think they've they got something else to give uh, give me the goddamn right now. Fair enough. Well, I mean, you couldn't have all... I mean, Paul gave everything a goddamn right now this week. So I'm Paul, happy. I like Paul, music. Paul loves everything this week. Gareth nearly likes well, everything. And I also nearly liked everything. Perfect. Well, no, I liked everything. Oh, yeah, we liked it, but not as much as Paul did. <laughs> uh, just to clarify, I liked everything so far. Uh, yeah. All right, then. That's singles for the week. Cheers for the singles, people. Uh, moving on, then we're going to talk about this new Salem EP, Salem 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Electric Vampire Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a new EP from Salem. Uh, obviously, previously, they dropped the single Draculads, uh, which was in heavy competition for one of the best song titles of the year. Against mm-hmm. Samurai Carey. <laughs> Samurai yeah. Carey from Capra. <laughs> <laughs> You've still got, like, another fucking eight months yeah, music come on, guys, come, like shit. come out with your, come out with your punny titles. Come on, get um, your loud noises award for best song title. <laughs> I can't remember. I remember I really enjoyed Draculads. I can't remember mm-hmm. how Paul felt about it. I can't remember. If you, um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It's kind of what I wanted more from uh, Creeper. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. my general consensus, which surprisingly so, is my consensus for this entire EP. This is exactly what I wanted from Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I mean I'll just jump straight in and say yeah Salem yeah, 2 is a cracking EP that yeah reminds mm-hmm. me of old school Creeper and AFI uh, mm-hmm. and it's got that like just just the right side of fun punk for me um, in the yeah it's just everything like goes along at a really nice fast pace it, the vocals are great uh, all the music just sounds fantastic Draculads is still the best song title on this EP. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like I loved Keep the Thorns as well. Uh, I thought mm. that was a really good, solid track. Uh, but yeah, for, for like, what, five tracks on this? Um, not longer than like 15 minutes. I think this is like, I think Salem like are a perfect band to drop EPs. Like, mm. I imagine if this was an album, I might have been like, okay, I'm done. Uh, but yeah, for what it is, for an EP on its own, I think it's fantastic. Um, I never get bored of anything. I thought everything flowed really well. Uh, and yeah, it's a sound that 
I don't didn't know I wanted, but I'm glad it's here now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's like the best thing about Salem, uh, and not just this EP, literally Salem. We got two EPs of what what could have been a full album, but like I said, I agree. I, I much prefer this band if they were to continue doing little bursts of EPs because I also think. It doesn't. It seems to not make them overthink an album concept, which mm-hmm. what hap- is what happened with Creeper, which I think did make Creeper a stronger band, but a very different band than what Salem is. And Salem needs to continue to be this brief burst of fun horror punk energy, <laughs> and that's yeah. obviously why I fucking adore it. I think it's bloody brilliant. Uh, the most impressive thing with uh, the songwriting in these Salem songs is there's something in every song that you'll always remember. Whether it's a fucking great guitar riff, whether it's a great drum beat, whether it's a great lyric, or for me, I'll just I love the opening of this EP. Um, the was it William? It was really something. What can't remember. Uh, yeah, it, William. It was really something. That is it. Okay. Yeah, that opening with like the doo wops basically mm-hmm. is beautiful and just mm-hmm. puts you the right, the perfect level to go into this EP. And it, every song has that little something for you to grab onto, remember. So it makes it hard to even pick out your favorite song. You're just like, oh, I do really love that bit. Oh, but that bit is pretty fucking good. How great! Five songs of like a little bit of something different. With l- I mean, this is drenched in influence as well, but still very much of its own. Uh, really fucking impressive. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, like I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. I'll, I'll just point out now that I spoiled myself on this EP a little bit because I've been listening to these songs since last. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. <laughs> so yeah, so the the, the but Bar Draculads, the other four songs on this EP were played on a uh, Kerrang K Pit YouTube live performance. They dropped. I think I think it was like last September or October. Um, so I, I've been listening to that quite a lot since then. <laughs> so I've been listening to these songs for four months or longer. Um, so I should probably have loads of opinions on them, but you kind of all said it already. All that practice for nothing. That's the only uh, reason you listen to it, to practice for this moment, you ruined it. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, when they did the Light the Cape It, like, William is really something. Um, that was the song that was my favourite. And it really sounds to me mainly because it's the, the intro, like you say, go for the doo wops. There's not yeah. enough doo wops. <laughs> need my doo wops. Works so goddamn well. I know. Uh, also I'm just like, waiting until they bring doo wops to hardcore. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if any band's going to do it, the hell. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I think as well, like, Will's voice is doing some new, well, not drastically new, but he's doing some very, like, really great work with his vocal range and styles mm-hmm. in this, especially. Uh, the instrumental musical side of things like yeah every song has a different vibe to it like different parts taken from your horror punk to your old school punk to your pop punk to do what (laughs) (laughs) a bit of everything like the um i think it's in keep the thorns is like the, the one of the best vocal hooks will might have ever done that has been stuck in my head like an earthworm for about eight months. It stuck out more prominently on the EP, but yeah, because um, I when when as I say when I watched the live thing, William was really something. It was really something was my favorite, but now kind of like keep the thorns is kind of pushing its way up there. But obviously, because you got Draculads, which besides the amazing title, is a fucking cracking tune that has lived in my my head rent free for since it came out. Um, was it William think, where there's a line that says I've got a hard on for home? 
Possible. Like, <laughs> it might be misheard lyrics, but I always kept thinking, it's like, is it saying you've got a hard, a hard on for home? Because if it is, I'm going to use that whenever I'm out with a group of friends. And yeah. they go, oh, oh you're wait. not leaving, are you? He's like, sorry, man, I've just got a hard on for home right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's me I at work. It's that. <laughs> I think it's really, I'm going to have to listen back to it. It always just kept popping in. I was like, wait, I need to check the lyrics on this game whilst I was like saying a hard on for home. <laughs> I really hope that is the lyric. I, I really mean, hope it is too. That's fit. what I've been singing. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, I've been when singing I... it and not caring for the real lyrics. I'm like, I hope that's it. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> when I've just uh, Googled, I've just literally tried to Google the lyrics and I've just noticed that the song's called William, It Was Really Something. There's a Smith's song called William, It Was Really Nothing. <laughs> And I wonder that if makes that, sense. That would probably be a thing. And probably. Just, I'm now just trying to see if there's a, a lyric where it says hard on for home. <laughs> it didn't come with any lyrics. Fucking good one, Google, you piece of shit. <laughs> one job. Anyway, yeah. Five tracks of absolutely, again, the same as the last TP. Just really fucking well written. Uh, interesting, more, like modern punk where it encapsulates lots of different styles and lots of different influences, and it's just so fucking fun to listen to. That's It's fun and enjoyable, and yeah. that's what... Besides political, that's all I want from punk. Like I don't need the Salem to be political. They've got they very much got their own thing going, more steeped in the horror punk side, which I also absolutely adore. But yeah, fun, enjoyable. It, it has to be in there, and they nail it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So yeah. I'm very excited to hear these songs live in the tour in October. Hopefully. Yes, October. Yes, I had to remember the dates. Uh, as long with the uh, previous EP that we got last year. So obviously for me, this is a goddamn right now. I've been loving this EP. Luckily, I was very fortunate the EP, the vinyl of this arrived on the same day the, the EP was released. That never fucking happens. <laughs> so I got to enjoy this on vinyl on the day of release. So that was an extra little treat for me. I absolutely fucking adored this. Lowdy dance. Mm. Yeah. Um. Unsurprisingly for me, because again, not a massive punk fan, and this kind of horror punk not usually my thing. But yeah, I'd say goddamn right now. Honestly, um, it is as you say, it's enjoyable. Um, there is some genuine like Will's vocals are amazing, Mm -hmm. uh, like genuinely amazing. Um, and yeah, everything in there is like it's a bit catchy, it's upbeat, it's just it's fun. It's the perfect kind of soundtrack to um to be the remedy of literally everything else around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, God damn right now, for the sheer reason of I still have songs from the first EP stuck in my head, which I always forget about, because uh, I don't go back and listen to it enough. But my God, I'll still have hooks stuck in my head, and this is going to be no different since I've been listening to Draculads on a daily basis. <laughs> um, so God damn right now. Can't wait to see him live. Can't wait to hear more. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I think the tour was announced just before this came out, mm-hmm. I think. And at the time, I remember messaging Gareth from like, do you want to go to Huddersfield in Manchester? And he's like, calm down, Badger. You be <laughs> <laughs> but, now, but, now, but, now, but now, Gareth, do you want to go to Huddersfield in Manchester? No, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of fucking holidays. Right, basically, <laughs> do you come I, have to book t- I have to fucking day off work for every gig I go to if it's not on a weekend because I can't fucking hack it. I wake up at half four. <laughs> I think the Huddersfield date was on a Friday, so it's just jump in the car, drive over to Huddersfield. <laughs> Pick you up on the way up. But the other thing is, I'm kind of hoping that 
everything gets cancelled so I can get my holidays back. Because I've got a backlog of holidays that I've had to use up for fucking gigs that I've got coming up now. Well, I don't need to uh, double up on gigs as well. Just come from the guy who's going to hopefully see Svalbard three times this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, some bands are worth it, mate. It's true. Yeah, true. Salem's, Salem 2, absolutely banging it out now, obviously. Go check it out. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Moving on then, album of the fucking week. And I mean that in the sense of that it's come out recently, not that it is the <laughs> album of the week. <laughs> this is Van Weezer, the highly anticipated album by Gareth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we've reviewed two songs off this previously. I think one was Hero. Yep. And the other one was... The end of the, the, end of the game was the game. first one we did, and then yep. it was Hero. So listen back to this album. I had successfully erased both these songs from my memory. Uh, so it was kind of like fresh to me. Uh, my first, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go first, and I'm just gonna do what I want to do, and then you, t- you two can talk about it as pro- professional musician journalists. Um, Who the first... fuck do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say what? Well, someone, someone who's not gonna be as biased about Weezer's. <laughs> I mean, generally, like, so when I first put this on, I did go into it very biased with just I've been generally dreading doing this review of another. You wanted to hate this album, didn't you? I I I did. You like fifty outs as well. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because we're doing it. We said on the podcast we're doing it, doing it. So generally, like the first thing that kind of stood out to me was like, obviously this has been built up, hence the title Van Weezer, as a, a a tribute to their enjoyment of the heavy metal, hair metal, eighties metal rock of yesteryear but really a majority of it isn't it's just another Weezer album uh, the only thing that you, kind you, of makes it I'll go keep my mouth thing, shut otherwise I'm going to interrupt you for everything wait, you say aren't I I'll go later yeah, 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 <laughs> the only thing the, so this is my biased first review the only thing that stood out to me that was the tribute to the yesteryear stuff that Easter Live is just referencing things from the 80s like how they went and listened to tape decks and he listened to Aerosmith, and he went on a ten speed or something. It was just like that. Um, then, so I, I kind of just I walked away from this at first, and it's like I need to come back when I'm not going to be a grumpy little bitch about it. <laughs> so then I, did I just come quickly back to... say I'll let you go into it. But when I first heard Blue Dream, I'm like, I think Badger's going to come to my house and knock me out. Oh, yeah, we'll speak about that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's on yeah. his list. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, well, right. Well, I'll save the blue dream thing to the end. <laughs> but when I came back to this album to listen to it properly, generally it's fine. It's an enjoyable album musically. It's fun. I've decided what I hate about Weezer is Rivers. <laughs> I just his lyrical his lyrics are fucking garbage consistently, and his voice is not great half the time. Sometimes it's fine. But generally, musically, it's quite a fun record. I, I can imagine a lot of people enjoying this. It's a, just a just a bit of fun in it, and it, uh, there's worse Weezer than this. Oh I'm God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as the Weezer record goes, yeah. What I'd say uh, the two downsides of this album was one, the last track, "Precious Metal Girl." It, it's such a fun album, and then you finish on such a fucking downer, man. And I guess that's a Weezery thing to do. I didn't see us. I didn't find that song down at all. I thought it was a beautiful song. <laughs> Genuinely, I, 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 I found it, it really. I think I don't know. I found it just a bit like, like you've had this really kind of upbeat, fun time. The entire record is like, 
let's get sad right yeah honestly that's, i that's think a that's another thing. thing which harkens back to like always end on a bit of a like slower ballad or there would be like an acoustic yeah. track or something yeah i feel like that's yeah. a, another that's just sort. a gripe that's just a personal yeah. gripe for me i think but just yeah the only one you've got yeah no no don't worry about it. <laughs> when are we entering the blue dream section of this i want to hear you yeah. be a little yeah. bitch i'm gonna i'm gonna segue <laughs> into it now so there's a song on this album called One More Hit, which was the same as the rest of the album, but then it had this very interesting thrash metal guitar riff, solo, yeah. sorry. I was like, fair enough. And it goes into like a proper thrash, chug part. I was like, yeah. fair enough for actually doing, throwing some of that child music into the album that you said you were going to do, but you didn't actually do it until this one part. Um, I was like, fair enough. But then obviously the track before that is Blue Dream. Which is just the crazy train riff. Ripped no, no, off. It's just crazy train. It's just the crazy train riff. It's not the song. No. But the riff is, the music I mean, is. No, no, no. Look, don't stop saying you want the song. We got that on the Teal album with the cover of Paranoid. Yeah. We don't I don't I don't, <laughs> we don't want, need I, that. I, I didn't I didn't want them to cover it and I don't want them to just rip off the fucking song. I hear this and then opening put... and was shit scared Rivers was gonna put on his fucking Aussie accent again or whatever <laughs> no, he just sang on that Teal album. No. Well, no, he he learned the mistake from Teal. Yeah, fact, that, he went he went the opposite way. Instead of trying to sound like a vocalist who can sing in different ranges, he just did the longest, monotonous, drawn-out notes he could possibly think of over one of the most classic, infamous riffs from classic rock. And it's just literally absolute hot garbage, and I hate it. I hate it with all my soul. It really annoyed me. Well, you were meant to. It's... Because, my God, I've never heard a song I went, well... But I'm just gonna just fucking pissed. hate this. <laughs> I just, I don't. Yeah. The thing is with that now is because I heard what. Well, in honesty, I heard one more hit before I heard Blue Dream. So now I'm questioning: Did they just rip off that thrash part from another band? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. The, the I mean, there's a part in. Uh, oh shit! Was it the beginning of the end? This sounds straight up like fucking Motley Crue. I can't remember if the song is from Kickstart Your Heart or Girls, 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 but there's yeah. there's some straight like Motley Crue in there. I think they even one of the one of them opened with the motorbike, so that'll be the uh, Girls, Girls, Girls music video. I think that's right. That's fine. Doing like a little sample or something as a tribute. That's fine. That's like nice nod. Just ripping off a riff or a whole song musically. For the entirety the of the song. The Van Weezer. Yeah, but they're, they're they pretty just... blatant with what they were doing from the yeah. get-go. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. class it as ripping it off. I class it more as playing like genuine homages to this stuff. Because yeah. you've got no. you, like there is no way in hell you can listen to uh, Blue Dream and go, oh yeah, it's kind of yeah. like Crazy Train. Like it is note for note Crazy Train. And if you did that yeah. without permission, you would be sued through yeah. the. You would be you would be poor. Yeah. Um so yeah, like this it's definitely intentional. It's not like they're ripping them off. It is homages. Um hey, I'll so, rephrase it then. If it was done yeah. good, I would have been more accepting. <laughs> yeah, you you don't get wrong, you are totally allowed to hate it. I can see why you'd hate it, but not because it's like oh they're stealing money off Aussie. Like what's your issue? No, I'm not <laughs> say, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're stealing money off Aussie. I don't give <laughs> Aussie's got enough. Aussie's fine, right? Aussie could share it. I understand that. But just don't shit on it. Like it's I just feel like it's not it. it's not good. That the vocals, it sounds like he's oh the vocals are so bad on it though. They're so bad. <laughs> I really like it. The lyrics it's... are fucking peak weird, Weezer. I like oh, the vocals. No. 
Right, I'm gonna be I'm thinking gonna about being at the water talking to a friendly I'm, octopus. It's fucking right, high and I'm, shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this review to you guys now because I'm <laughs> otherwise it's gonna be me getting sorry going back and back and forth with you two. Yeah. So go on, you, more you more let angry. me know. <laughs> yeah. Generally, my final summary of the odds is a fun album. Blue dreams can go in the fucking bin. The rest of it's enjoyable. Rivers needs to chill out. You were so predictable. I wish I had this. Re- you know, I wish I did like a Darren Brown or something. I have this your your answer in an envelope, and I can just reveal it now. Badger <laughs> will say. Go on, review Van Weezer. Gareth, oh, do you want to go? Um, I mean, I'll go. I've not got a lot to say about this. It's the most fun I've had with Weezer for a while. Um, which. On the surface, isn't saying much considering what the last two albums have been like. Um, but for me, honestly, it wasn't bad. Like again, I can understand the um, the egregiousness of hearing uh, riffs basically Definitely, lifted yeah. wholesale from other bands. Uh, but again, I looked at it as more as a homage than a than a ripping off, uh, which is what this entire album is. As you said at the beginning, it is a homage to their influences and styles, and it. It genuinely, and I think obviously with them leaning more into the kind of like eighties hair metalness of it all, um, it feels like it's probably the most fun I've had with um with a Weezer album since probably Pinkerton. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a fair bit off. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, but it's like everything since then. Between Pinkerton and now, they're not for everyone. No. <laughs> But it's like, it genuinely feels like not a return to form. Like, there's no way it's a return to form because, like, you're never going to be the Blue Album. I'm sorry. No. Never going to yeah, happen. It's the, the, I think the biggest issue will always be is they, they still write very uh, very juvenile. Mm-hmm. And that worked for the Blue Album and worked yeah. for Pinkerton. But writing juvenile were now their 40s, maybe pushing 50s. I don't know how old, mm-hmm. how old they get on now. But, yeah. like, those juvenile lyrics, you either get past them and enjoy them for what they are, or you go, oh, come on, I don't believe that. You can do yeah. better than that. <laughs> yeah, lyric- I mean, lyrically, Weezer have never been the strongest. I mean, again, as I say, like, since the Blue Album for me, uh, is like I literally, that first album, I just went, yeah, this is for me. Everything else I'm done with, I don't, I don't need it. Uh, but it's like, yeah, it's, like you say, if it's something you can get past, then it's fine, you can move on from it, cool. If you can't, then yeah, I could see why you get wound up by it. Yeah. I don't think Rivers is a bad vocalist. I just think he's a bad writer. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna say. I, I don't mind his vocal. I like his vocal styles. I just think, yeah, there are there are get somebody else in the band to write the lyrics, let's say that. Maybe. <laughs> uh but yeah, for musically though, I think yeah, like I, I genuinely think it was more of a this album is just an homage to that entire era. Uh and yeah, again, as I say, it's probably some of the most fun I've had listening to a Weezer album in a long, long time. Uh, that doesn't make it a brilliant album in any stretch. I just think it's fun. It's yeah. it's like listening to an early Andrew, like leading back to the singers, like an early Andrew DBK album. Like they're fun songs. There are some fun songs on here. Um, like one more hit, especially when that riff drops in the middle out of nowhere. I'm like, all right, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm down. I'm here for the fun times. Uh, but yeah, like I'm not gonna go back to this um, in any stretch. But if you are a Weezer fan like you, Gareth, uh, and anyone else out there, you're not gonna hate this, I don't think. Um, but if you're coming at this as like, is this the album that's gonna get me into Weezer? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. All. Just go back to the first three, and you'll be fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, like, I'll, I really, I, I love the singles off Europe straight off the bat. Last year, I remember my Spotify like top five songs I'd listened to. It was four songs off the Days and Days album that I voted album of the year, and then mm-hmm. Hero by Weezer because I fucking spammed it. I thought I love it. It's just it's the perfect level of like fun enjoyment of music for me, which I really enjoy. Um, and I co- completely agree with everything you've said, uh, Badger and Paul, for the most part. I think, except for I will argue like uh, Paul did as well, the uh, ripping off. I think, do you remember when we reviewed, how can you forget, uh, Green Day's last album? <laughs> so, I forgot. <laughs> so that album, I forgot still the Burning Rage. Yeah. <laughs> that album was an album of Crap. passed on as homage, but it was just plagiarised like shit, like song after song after song. It was just stolen riff after stolen riff after stolen hook. It was just never sold as a homage. It just seemed fucking weird. This straight off the bat with the logo, with the name, with a very obvious like uh, influence, uh, straight homage. I'm down. I am fine with it. Uh, it doesn't always work. There's a few times where I pull my face at lyrics. There's a full, few times where my god, he did not need to repeat that line twenty times. I was, I think it was in all the good ones. He probably could have cut that short far sooner because you just grates on you after a while. Where you're like, okay, you've got nothing else to say. You're done with this song now. Great. Wrap it up. On to the next one. <laughs> uh, but for me, like, I can't talk loads of positives because I had such a good time. I think if you are the sort of Weezer fan as I am, where you do love the early stuff but are quite forgiving through the years, um, beginning of the end, and uh, Sheila could do it, have some of the most uh, Weezer-esque moments in it, which sort of I really enjoyed. Where I was like, well, this sounds like a take away the van of the Weezer bit, and I'm like, well, that sounds like a good old Weezer track. It's got some nice little moments in here, which are sort of maybe nice and warm inside because it's nothing like the Black Album or Pacific Daydream or OK <laughs> Human or the Teal Album. <laughs> oh, they have so many bad albums. <laughs> they have more bad albums than good albums. Oh, you God, 100%. Yeah. Not, I yeah. don't I, argue any of these things. No, I, I, I generally, like... I know, Weezer have got this name, and this I think this is why they keep coming back up. And obviously, you've got loyal fans like yourself, Gareth, yeah. who generally like this band, and that's cool. I, I understand that they 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 are they have moments where they are enjoyable. Like the majority of this album can be enjoyable if you ignore some of the lyrics and blah 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 blah. I just think Weezer would be better used as ghostwriters than actually a band See, anymore. It goes the other way, though. This is the thing. So, like, I acknowledge uh, some fucking weird lyrics in this. But I enjoy them because at least because the music's good and I can kind of have fun with what he's singing about. I also, by the way, go back to like the just the references he kept throwing in, like the obvious like of the time references. Mm. Fucking great! If you're ever gonna do that, do it in this album. It works <laughs> fine. The weirdest one, like I said, was when he was singing about being underwater with a fish and a really charming octopus or whatever it was in the uh, Blue Dream. It's fucking weird, man. It's so bloody weird. Over the top of the crazy trade riff. But it worked so well because it was so fucking weird to me. Because it did sound good. Like, I know you, you weren't a fan, fan of his vocals. I like his vocals. I love that riff. Smash it together with some weird fucking downplayed vocals. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but you kind of like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, all the way through, I had a really good time. I think it's so much fun to be had here. And then, yeah, Precious Metal Girl. Um, it is a, a weird bit of a downer as far as a slow down. I still think it's like uh, the sentiment of the song and 
it's just weirdly nice. I think it, it was an attempt of doing like more of a, a slow ballady, maybe like a hidden track on an old 80s album. I think that's why it ended the way it did. I just, I feel like that song would, it, I, it's fine, like as a song, whatever, but I just think it would have been better like in the middle. Like, what's that fucking a... 80s song? Uh, Every Rose is a Thorn. It's Weezer's. Yeah. Every rose is a thorn. Yeah, like, it's, it's a slow bounce, but that's mean if you if you buy a record like that, that song's usually in the middle. Is it bad something. that the first thing I thought of was Wild Stallions? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that uh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this could be well, the like... soundtrack to a new Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, could be. another new Bill and Ted. Yeah, actually, I think now, they did a song. I think Weezer actually did a song for that new Bill and really Ted movie. Yeah. It's probably where this fucking album came from. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Weezer just probably wrote one song and River's like, yes, we could do it all over this. Yeah, yeah let's we'll, do ten more. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've, it's been a lot of Weezer recently. and It has. And it's just... I generally, I think, like, musically, as I said before, like, generally is enjoyable. I think this is quite a fun record. I think people enjoy it. I just I just want to know less about Rivers. I know. T- I feel like I know too much about Rivers now. <laughs> last time I like last album we discovered we didn't have a shower a lot and this album he's talking to octopuses and acting like he's fucking 14 when he's actually about 57 or something and I think I actually said the exact same thing on the last album but <laughs> I just to kind of summarize I think like give it a go because it is fun I feel like if you're a fan of Stacy's mum or songs of that caliber you'll enjoy this album otherwise I nah, won't bother but give it a spin. You might have a good time, or you might leave enraged. Um, I'm I'm gonna say check it out. Uh, give it a go. Um, I don't think it's it's no way is this a good damn right now. Uh, but again, it's it's fun. Uh, if you can switch off when you're listening to it and just enjoy the songs for what they are, uh, just cheesy pop rock, um, with like a nice homage to the eighties. Then yeah, it's great. And again, I I still stand by the fact this is probably the best album that they've done since their third album. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say I'd say give it a go. Uh, just don't expect it to be in anyone's top of the year list, except you say maybe that. Gareth. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely be in Gareth. No, I don't yeah. say I'm not sure if they'd make it because I know I know good music. I'd like to think. And I know yeah. music I like. And there's a, like, I can definitely love something which I know is not that good. But I love it. It makes me happy. It makes me want to sing along and yeah. have a fucking good time. And that's, that's what the ground, the, the, the grand scheme of this whole, like, Weezer love obsession I have is. It puts me in a good place no matter what. I really love the, the, the vocals. I love the music. And this album is the best thing I think Weezer releases. The White Album in 2016. Which one day I'll make you listen to. Thanks. <laughs> but until then, podcast. it's just uh, <laughs> goddamn right now for me. Because if you're anything like me, and this is purely personal, uh, insane. <laughs> it's purely my personal, you know, thoughts and yeah. my love of Weezer. I love this, and I'm more than happy to shit on Weezer when they do awful things. But I don't think it's deserved you, and I think it's worth a goddamn right now. Fair enough. And I will just iterate that no one is like you, Gareth. No there, there is I, no... I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> you're a very unique ginger punk. No. Ah, cheers! <laughs> That's not a compliment. He is. He's a wonderful creature. <laughs> creature. I love 
I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that's Weezer's Van he- Van Weezer. I nearly called Van Halen. You, you, you got me. Because it's so good. You, just talk, you can't even like separate Van Halen aren't. But Van Halen aren't good. Shut up. <laughs> you know. Oh, jump. Well done. Fuck you now. Name me another Van Halen song. Jump again. <laughs> <laughs> is there actually a song called Jump Again? Sure. Why it's not? Got, I bet there fucking is as well. I'm gonna fucking. Check. I bet there is as well. Uh, but let's not look it up now. Let's do oh. an outro, shall we? Yeah, sure. There's not. That's a shame. You're missing Damn. a trick. <laughs> missing a trick. That was it for the new music this week. Uh, I think we Jump Again would be the name of the live album. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be a thing. <laughs> Fucking joke. Anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for this, everybody. We'll be back soon. Uh, I believe in two weeks we'll have the new album from Noctool to talk about, along with whatever else comes out. Very different vibes. Very <laughs> yeah. different vibes. So this is, I feel this week was, I was going to say very upbeat, but then there was some songs that were not upbeat, but were still very enjoyable. Um, yeah, so we're back with Ben to talk about the new Not Tool album along with whatever else comes out in the meantime, news and all that shit. If you want to keep up to date when we drop these EP, EPs, we'll drop these episodes and shit, then please follow us on our socials, as I said, at uh, Pod UK for Twitter, at Pod for Instagram, and our link to Facebook is in the description of this very episode. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. Say bye, guys. Bye, Goodbye, guys. guys.